0: Looked down at the game and looked at me, looked me straight in the eyes and just deadpan said, ah, a man of culture, I see, (laughs) (laughs) which was shocking to hear in the real world.
1: look who came back to the pod stomp stomp stomp
0: it's me baby <laughs> i'm back did i keep you waiting <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's a that's appropriate to start it with the metal gear solid thing
0: <laughs> i think it's yeah it,
1: it is it is correct for this podcast for our general yeah. vibe yeah this podcast of course being video game Podtimism, the optimist video game variety show where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming and my name is Chase. And my name is David. And I am back from Mexico. Welcome back from Mexico. Thank you. Yeah, how was how was your vacay? It was great.
0: Beautiful place. Yeah. Beautiful
1: country. Yeah. Great food. Delightful. Yeah. Oh my god!
0: Fantastic.
1: G- delicious tequila. Everything was great. Yeah, you've got a you've got a pep in your gamer step.
0: Uh, Did I've been pepping all
1: week? I'm ready. Yeah. It's it's one it's wonderful. Would rest and relaxation (laughs) will do for you oh my god yeah like i was
0: driving to work on monday and i just like Mm -hmm. scratched my forehead i'm like oh that's the softest my skin has felt in years (laughs) what is going on here i like looked in the in the rearview mirror i didn't have like a single crease in my forehead i'm like oh my god was that did i
1: just get like rejuvenated? is that what happened yeah you drank a lot of water and were exposed to vitamin d for (laughs) like a week straight yeah your body's like oh oh god dude please that's <laughs> please please god it's been so long oh, it's so nice went down to mexico and found me
0: a, found me casty and she gave me some apothecary skills oh it's good
1: hell yeah dude that's a little octopath octopath traveler 2 reference that's a little preview for the good game section Yeah Hey also just a Quick like reintroduction We do sometimes Mm -hmm. For those of you Who might be new to the show Which I saw that there's There's a handful of folks uh, Joining us for the first time Recently after uh, Into the Aethers Kind mention of uh, Our pod Thank you so much On their show It was uh, was very Very nice to hear thank 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 you Touched We are a podcast That talks about video games In a You might have guessed An optimistic way I think a lot of The point of the pod Is just to find the fun in mid and okay games because mm. there's something cool in every video game yeah this is uh it, it's certainly not to keep keep out the bad thoughts because there are certainly bad things about games but <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're not here to complain about like game length or how much it costs because usually the the games are playing you know it's like 20 years old mm-hmm. except for today but that's it's an exception yeah. to the rule yeah so yeah it's it's uh it's intended to be a salve to the a video game culture, which can be so exclusive and mm-hmm. so, such a bummer a lot of the time. Like, yeah.
0: too gatekeepy.
1: Yeah. Like, video games are so sick. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't try and keep people away from that by being bummers all the time. Right. They're really cool. Yeah.
0: It, it's not just the cream of the crop that deserves recognition and enjoyment.
1: No, man. Onimusha was good. Mm-hmm. That's a good video game, despite being like three hours long and some goofy stuff about it, you know? Mm-hmm. But. It's good. Felt good to swing that sword.
0: Always feels nice to swing a
1: sword. It does. Anyway, welcome uh, to anybody who's who's new. And for those of you who've been sticking around, what's up, potheads? Hey, how's it <laughs> going? Uh, <laughs> welcome back, I guess. We know you. We know you now. Yeah, yeah. We've seen you around. Mm-hmm. Man, it feels like it's been a long time because you were uh, on vacay last week. I was. I'm so interested to hear what you're... Your gaming habits have been in the past couple of weeks, David.
0: Honestly, it's been pretty much just the game we're talking about in good <laughs> games today. Yeah, uh, since I have yeah. been traveling and it's on the Switch. Uh, yeah, it's Octopath Traveler Two. A little little spoiler yeah. for later on. Mm-hmm. So I've just been pouring hours into that much more than i thought i would be on yeah. a beautiful vacation but the game was just <laughs> quite good Spiders again yeah, for is, the good game section. Shocking. yeah so I'll, I'll save i'll save everything i'm going to say about that game for then but sure. the first game i played when i got back was balder's gate three of, co- of course i uh, yeah. had to get back into it had to go start killing yeah. some ballist cultists i don't, yeah. need, I don't yeah. need that in my life this game is just killing cultists really is what it comes down it's to. a lot of them yeah yeah it's just like a bunch of cults coming together and just trying to kind of kind of ruin your day and your life and kind of the, the world and the universe maybe also in in the process <laughs> yeah so it, it feels good to be a, a cleansing blade but i guess there's some people Ooh. who probably are not uh playing that way too Maybe mm-hmm. who are trying to rush along with the cultists, but eh, that's a that's a valid play style too, I guess.
1: But not that's not the way I'm yep. doing it sure did you enjoy cleansing blade cleansing blade felt good it felt good to hear Mm. it felt like more prose than i was expecting in that moment Mm. so it's just nice it kind of caught me off guard it's a little bit of the mexico coming out of me right now oh yeah sure it's the vacation your idle mind (laughs) is just
0: creating art (laughs) exactly i have a lot more just uh, available ram in my head right now yeah just cleared out a bunch of the junk that was in there feels not good. a lot
1: of yeah you you defragged on the beach for a week not a lot of not a lot of anxieties uh-huh. or or thoughts about traffic
0: uh-huh and came back into a short week for Thanksgiving mm.
1: oh my god yeah Played we're recording right. this on on Tuesday of uh American Thanksgiving week and whew, it just feels so good this is mm-hmm. so off topic but God I love this week where like mm. listen and my my employer like Beach Hill it's really slow at mm. work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everybody's kind of just like we're all staring at the 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 calendar, being like, "Almost there! Mm-hmm. It's almost time." Mm-hmm. We also have this like kind of tradition, and and I do of mm. going to Big Mario's Pizza the like essentially the Friday of whatever holiday uh-huh. we're about to go into. So like Wednesday being the first day of the vacation, that's our you know our day to go there so god i'm just i'm so excited to go like sit and watch a vhs taste tape and eat some pizza and big mario's pizza
0: do they have a turkey pizza called the gobbler
1: i don't know if they have a a specifically called the gobbler but they do have like a stuffing pizza that is like stuffing pizza
0: curveball very good good. (laughs) no it's very good you said it and immediately was like okay no that's the play a stuffing pizza that sounds delicious yeah
1: it's like not overwhelming it you would think that like if you 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 really got to hit that ratio right. You know, Mm. like if you if you put too much stuffing, it's going to be like sloppy and you were not going to be able to deal with it. They just put the right amount to Mm. still be able to fold the pizza. Love it. You know, did you ever go to John's Mm. Incredible Pizza Company
0: as a kid? Yes.
1: I I went there as an adult (laughs) (laughs) more than I went there as a kid. Mm.
0: I just love that they would they would just make whatever pizza you would request. It could be the most rank thing. I saw like <laughs> banana and onions more times than I thought I sh- I would have, or really that I yeah. thought I should have in my life witnessed such an abomination.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm willing to walk down that pizza road, <laughs> to be honest.
0: I was always curious, but sm- smarter minds prevailed whenever I was yeah. tempted by the banana onion pizza. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I, I never requested a pizza. I, don't, I didn't even know that that was an option, to be honest.
0: Maybe it was just like this one in... Where was it? Fresno or Clovis, California? I would go there with my
1: cousins. The one They're that good. I went to was in Folsom. Hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe the one in maybe the, the Clovis. <laughs> maybe the Clovis John's Incredible Pizza just had like that guy.
0: They had Mr. Come John. On, they had Mr. John in the back.
1: <laughs> Give me something. I just want to feel something. Give me <laughs> a, a freak ingredient list. <laughs> Give me a nastiest
0: ingredient. I'll make a pizza out of it. <laughs> what are your darkest desires? I'll pizza
1: fill them. Come on. <laughs> What's the darkest pizza you could make? Honestly, banana onion is up there. That's a tough one. It's brutal. It was brutal. Cause like, uh, just like my heart's open. Let me think about this. Ham and pineapple is good on a pizza to me. Mm-hmm. Don't like. Let's. It's a twenty-year-old debate. We can put down the fact that pineapple pizza is good. It's so just salty and sweet Everybody. is good. Everyone, it's good. Let's, it's good. Let's just let's let's relax. settle this. Fine. Let's go. Yeah. Let's move <laughs> um, on. Next. Next argument. And so, like, if I'm imagining banana on a pizza, which like, let's just put texture over here for a second. It's going to be a bummer of a texture, but like flavor wise, I just don't think onion is the combo. Mm. Like you Mm -hmm. need something Mm -hmm. extremely salty to balance out the extremely sweet banana. Mm. So what'd you do with maybe like banana with like a peanut butter sauce? (sighs) It's not a bad idea. If you're dead set on, on marinara, then some kind of salty meat. Which is like that's commonplace, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just like mommy used to make them a pepper, a pepperoni.
0: Did your mom make a pepperoni pizza?
1: No, but you mm-hmm. know, proverbial mama used to make them. You had the Lunchables pepperoni pizza pack, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that one is pizza or not. It's <laughs> a flatbread. It's a sad yeah. flatbread. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we are far away from Baldur's Gate, huh? Sure are.
0: Yeah, we went down the pizza hole. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. It it
1: it comes for us all
0: anyways uh that's what i've been playing this week chase what have you you been playing
1: yeah i've put an unconscionable amount of time into octopath traveler which i will also Mm -hmm. save but the only other thing that i wanted to bring up here is that i've also been playing another rpg called super mario rpg Ooh, the remake Mm -hmm. that came out recently hell yeah Love it. Did you, did you ever play this when you were younger or like uh, at any point afterwards? I did not. I did not. I wasn't a big RPG kid when I was
0: younger. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely played Mario games, but this one I was like, eh, pass. Sure. I'm very interested though as an adult.
1: Yeah. You should check it out. It's, it's good. I, I don't know why I played it. I was also not a big RPG guy Mm -hmm. when I was younger, but I I think just the Mario of it got me in the door enough for me to be like, I can probably figure this out enough. Again, I was probably playing it so empty headed of like just attacking all the time being like, no fucking way. I'm not using magic, dude. No shot. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that was such a a specific line of of thought for me at the time. But regardless, I'm a big strong boy and I will beat things up with my body. I think so. I think I was like, I I should be Ah. able to beat it by just attacking, Mm. which it's not. It's not true. You got to use a little magic. You got to do it.
0: Just like in real life, you got to use a little magic.
1: You got to you, you got to sprinkle a little bit of magic on there. Love it. Keep every day, keep every day kind of magical, you know? And video game wisdom. Yeah, early, early in the episode. 12 minutes in. <laughs> it's good. So, the for anybody who doesn't know what the hell this game is, it's pretty much what it says on the tin. It's it's Super Mario RPG. Um you're playing as Mario and and Gang. Mostly not people that uh were in other games up to the point your first couple of companions are brand new people or they were brand new at the time which in in 2023 feels very strange just because the past couple of paper mario's they've been playing it very or at least the last one they were very safe and conservative with the kind of characters that they were allowing that game to include mm-hmm. um, whereas this one's like i don't know man your first companion's like a cloud guy who thinks he's a frog Okay. Dude, yeah. Cool. Great. He's, he's great. A cloud that thinks he's a frog. I mean, yeah, he's like, he, he shows up, he cries, which turns the weather to rain. Uh-huh. And then's like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a tadpole. And then he's like, I'm going to take you to, to meet my family. Whoa. And it's like obvious, like you show up and there are a bunch of other actual tadpoles and he's like, Hey, everybody. And they're like, Hey dude, they know, but, they know yeah. him. They're not like freaked out. Like, why are you in my home? No. Yeah. They're like, Hey, what's up? Do they also think he's a frog? I'm, it's unclear, but I think it's... There, there's some story that happens. You, you gotta get okay, up Okay, there. sure. Sorry, I'm asking too many questions. No, you're good, you're good. So, yeah, I, 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 I liked it at the time. I think that it you can see the connective tissue between it and Paper Mario just in the way that it's a turn-based uh, RPG game. Um, and so I think if you're at all, or have played any of those paper mario games you'll feel kind of similar here it's Mm -hmm. not exactly the same thing this one was uh at the time developed by square which was you know making all the final fantasies at the time yeah which is a a definitely an interesting flavor profile for for that game and this game still it definitely feels less forgiving than paper mario did uh up front Mm mm-hmm Like this game is definitely like, hey, this is kind of a Final Fantasy game. Like you do need to be considerate about your health pool and your inventory and making sure that you're like not running out of gas too quickly. Whereas like Em and I have played through two Paper Mario's in the last like year or two. And I feel like they don't really ratchet up the difficulty for a while. Like you're in there for a bit and the game is like, it's going to be okay, dude. Don't worry about Mm -hmm. this. Well, they're kind of onboarding you onto the systems and just like the idea of an RPG. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one definitely feels like it comes baked in with a little bit more assumptions that you have played an RPG before. Sure. It's not like super heavy. Like, it, it's not like you need to know what Faraga means in in Final Fantasy or sure. anything like that. But I... I, I so... to to answer why i think that i've been playing this with m again i'm not sure why but we've developed this habit of like i'm totally cool with watching games and she like is not cool with watching games she just gets bored out of her mind and so Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm happy to sit here and play this game while you mostly play it yeah and so that's what we've been doing i feel like we oftentimes while we're playing we're just kind of like talking strategy which Mm. is helpful in a turn-based game because like again there's so much just like knowledge buried in me that i'm like (laughs) i i take of like you should be draining your mana pool almost all the time Mm -hmm. because like it's really strong to use your spells and also the guy who uses the spells hits for like one damage if you use his like attack Mm -hmm. and so like that's that's a little bit more involved i think than paper mario where paper mario kind of kind of asks you like you should maybe be a little bit conservative with like your items and your your special powers Mm -hmm. and shit now this one's like yeah no you gotta you gotta use your
0: resources this one
1: yes uh, yeah. yeah it kind of wants you to like drain whatever resources you have and then you know go back to town and spend some coins and get some uh you know mushrooms or, or flower points or whatever mm-hmm. and again it, it exists on a spectrum because that is also true of paper mario i think it's just a lot less you don't need to do it quite as much as you do here and so like in bringing that stuff up while we're playing i'm like yeah i guess this is a little bit different of an experience than a, a paper mario is but again i think having played both of those it's not an it's not like we're facing an uphill battle here. Mm-hmm. It's mostly just like we need to adjust how we're playing these games compared to yeah. to Paper Mario. Yeah. You got to you got to adjust to what the game wants from you. Yes, yeah. And and like to to follow up on that a little bit like the mechanics are slightly changed but it's mostly still the same thing as the first one was or mm-hmm. the the original, I should say. Yeah. Uh, most of the kind of attacks, the items, the special moves that you have like they're pretty similar. There's definitely stuff that they've added on top of it, um, and I think that is a way to modify the difficulty a little bit if you need it. There, there are things you can do to just use their new mechanics in a way that buff off some of the harder edges of the game, um, because like it, it was pretty hard if I remember correctly, and it did ask you like you should grind a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I I haven't really found that we've had to do that very much so far, and so I, I I I am enjoying it, and I I like the the additions that they've included here. Like one of them is uh, th- this game also has that thing in turn-based games where if you hit A at the right time, it'll do either a little extra damage or you will defend and take a little less damage. Yeah, which uh, I really like. I don't know why I like that so much, but. I think just there's a little bit, of, a little drip of dopamine in there that gets me when I do <laughs> a, a little micro job.
0: hit, micro dosing of dopamine.
1: Yes. Yeah. If you do enough of those in a row, you start to get like buffs and benefits from, from Ooh. doing, you know, like chain, chain attacks, essentially nice. from Buff Mario. hitting a good enough, enough times. Mm-hmm. It's great. It feels great. I, I, I love that. And it, it doesn't feel like it is softening the difficulty of the game too much. Mm. Uh, it's just like a reward for if you are doing well. Just cool. Just kind of like paying that. attention. Yeah. Yeah it's it's yeah it's rewarding you for learning the lessons the game wants to teach you mm-hmm. they, they've updated this the visual style of the game for sure like the the first one it's it's very strange it you cut like you don't have pre-rendered mario characters but some of the backgrounds look a little pre-rendered or like mm-hmm. they they i mean they look like a kind of mid-90s final fantasy game right and i, I found that visual style really unique mm-hmm. at the time i don't See a lot of other stuff that looked like it. It's like it's bordering on like claymation almost. Yeah. And they've mostly turned the like textures and stuff into just like regular 3D models, which makes sense. And I think they've retained enough of just like the visual style of like everything's a little bit shorter. All the characters are just like a little bit wider. I don't, I don't know <laughs> why wider. that's the case. Yeah, like Mario's kind of squat in this one. Ooh. Wide Mario. A wide Mario, yeah. Mm. This is also the game that Big Yoshi came from, which uh, is very exciting. Sure. Ha- okay. I haven't run into Big Yoshi yet, but we're getting there. And so like I, I I think that there is something lost from the translation between those two, but I also don't think you get the highs of how like gorgeous this game can look mm. if you don't do a little bit of like tinkering with how it looks. Sure. Like there are sections that are like running shockingly and just like 60 frames a second, buttery smooth, uh-huh. amazing shit happening on screen where I'm like, damn, this is impressive. This looks really, really good, uh-huh. which is cool. It's, it's not all the time, but they, they deploy it frequently enough that it's always exciting whenever that happens. So you're saying you have to go like into the settings
0: of the game to make it look really good, tinker around a
1: bit? Uh No, I, I was more speaking generally of just like if you're making a remake of that game, oh, that sure to To make it look so buttery smooth, you do have to change a little bit of how the game looked originally, Mm, right? Sure. And i I think it still retains some of the the flair of the first one. Like this doesn't look like a Paper Mario game or or really any other Mario game, and so that's that's fun. That's cool. But I, you know, I'd also be like lying if I said this looks exactly like the first one. But I think the changes that they've done are are good, just different, right? Mm -hmm. It's also very funny. This game is very funny. The toads are a little bit meaner to you in this one, which I I really like. Uh, You can also be a little bit spicier as Mario. Oh, like every now and then they'll just give you like a text prompt or a yes or no, essentially decision. And like oftentimes it doesn't make a real big difference. Um, but you can be a little spicy with these people. It's okay. pretty fun. You can like tell them off a bit or just make fun of them or what? The first, one of the first ones you run into is that there's a toad upstairs in somebody's house jumping on a bed and he's like, dude, I want to be just like you when I grow up. I'm going to jump so good. And he's like, do you think I can ever be as good as you, Mario? And like one of them is, yeah. And the other one's like, I don't know, kid. Like, I don't think so. Mm. And if you say, I don't think so, he's like, dang it. But if you say yes, he like jumps on the bed faster, which is I guess I'll funny. never jump again. <laughs> yeah so it's a lot of stuff like that there, there's a running bit in the game of like you'll be in the middle of dialogue and everybody will be like hey like something to the effect of hey that's not mario or like mario wouldn't be here he's he's doing something else and then you just press b to jump and everybody's like oh my god it's mario like they <laughs> suddenly revealed that you are in indeed the one guy who can jump the chosen jumper yes exactly it's it's very funny the, the bit never really gets old I will say the, the variety of the levels feels very good still that every, every one of the locations that you go to are very distinct from one another. So it really helps it remain fresh and exciting whenever you roll up to, you know, the forest maze or something. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which God, the music in this game, dude, good music. Ooh, amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. I it's again, it's, it's mostly the same arrange or is that the right word? The same arrangement of the music in the from the first one, but it, they, they redid it all with like live instrumentation. Mm hmm. And so it just it sounds so good for a lot of it, because like I, I, you know, I of course, some of this is nostalgia of just like I've heard these songs a lot, but I think a lot of them are very good video game music. Mm hmm just like clever, interesting turns of, of musical phrase yeah. in, in the, the songs that they have. And so like, I, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's very, very enjoyable to listen to uh, the music in here. And you also have the option of swapping back to the original soundtrack if you want to. Oh, like, I love really, that. It's really, really great. It's, it's kind of similar idea to when the like Master Chief collection came out mm-hmm. way back one you could just immediately flip between what the original graphics looked like. I love it. It's really good. It's, it's, it's a similar thing, and I think it it's helpful, A, because that music slaps to begin with, and so I like hearing how it sounded originally, but it's also a nice reminder of, like, look at how much we have done <laughs> to this game. Mm-hmm. Look at how much effort we have put into it to make it, like, totally redone and, and still maintain the same, like, fun stuff that's going on in these songs that were in there originally. It's good. It's fun. Love it. I love a good soundtrack. My God. Yeah. Oh, man. It's good. It's mm. fun. I like that. I think we'll have more to talk about that later. Just going to say, shuts up Articio. Oh, what a man. Anyway, David. Yes. This will bring me to my Podtomistic thing of the week. Ooh, love it. What is it? A good soundtrack, David.
0: Oh, did I spoil it a little bit for you? No, it was a good oh, segue. Okay,
1: okay. I got you. Yeah. I got your back, baby. It's a good soundtrack, man. It really adds to the video game. Absolutely. I feel like sometimes I will notice in games and this is this has happened i guess like in more in the more recent years of like wow a different soundtrack may have really changed how this game Uh played or felt or anything like that Mm -hmm. and like not that it's an overlooked part of the game but i think it's easy to not see it if you're not like paying attention or not like trying to hear what like why something is the way that it is good music is sometimes invisible i feel like or a good soundtrack is sometimes invisible
0: where it's just adding to the vibe of the game
1: yeah yeah it's you're you're so focused on the moment that you kind of lose track of any individual part mm-hmm. of the game. And so it's like, you know, you don't see just how much of a jam the, the, oh, yeah. the song is in the background. But yeah, I mean, there's like about a million sound, video game soundtracks that are just like absolute bop. So I tough agree. to tough to list them all here, but mm-hmm. got some good ones out there, man.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, but you think about uh, take, for instance, like near automata or replicant. Yeah. Like, yeah. How different would that game be if it didn't have that just ethereal soundtrack of just the, with the, the voices kind of ululating Mm -hmm. in the background every now and then it would not be the, it would not be the same game. It really adds something to it.
1: Like thematically too, you know, like Mm -hmm. because so much of Automata is focused around like what is or isn't human or, uh, you know, alive or anything like that. Yep. And you've got a lot of like, like vocalizations in the background of some, like a a voice that you would probably consider very human, Mm -hmm. right? It just sounds like a woman's uh, singing a lot of the time. Yep. And I feel like that adds to it because it's, again, that's an an assumption you're making. It could be a a, a replicant back there or something that is quote unquote singing could Um, be a human soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's good, man. It's good soundtracks. Do you have something fueling your sense of optimism, David? I do.
0: What is it? It is the recent update to Half-Life that Valve pushed the original Half-Life
1: I saw that this happened I, what is it
0: I it's just like a bunch of random bug fixes it's nothing <laughs> spectacular uh it seems but it it's been what 20 it was for the 25 year anniversary i think i think <laughs> it's so. just like yeah. hey here's a random patch fix for for the <laughs> so games. here you go i just i just love that no it's just i mean of course they're doing it because it's 25 year anniversary and whatnot but sure. that they're having people take time out of their day to fix random pieces <laughs> of code in a game that is so old but still so beloved and so played uh really just yeah. tickled me in in the right way uh i just loved it it's it's i think it's just a, a sign of goodwill from a from a very you know prolific and powerful company that did not need to do this but it's just like hey yeah Yeah. let's do something let's do something nice just so that like we're thinking about people and that we still care about this game that really is the reason why we are existing as a company today
1: true yeah yeah you wouldn't have valve in the same way in in, unless you had a half-life absolutely yeah i'm more surprised that they still have that code base just like laying around you know right they still they still have it here like I, i i doubt that they would just throw it in the bin but like It's a pretty old game, so I'm shocked that they're like, yeah, we can just go in there and edit it, no problem. We can update a couple of numbers here and there. Right, right. Just do it. Just do it. Feels good. Anyway, we should move on to our main thing, because I feel like I have a lot of feelings about this game. (laughs) I sort of (laughs) suspect you do too.
0: Yes, I'm ready.
1: All right, cool. Let's do it. hey welcome to good games it's the so, <laughs> chase is all business tonight i, I just want to make sure i have enough octopath time
0: Chase, <laughs> yeah you you really want to talk about this game right now Is really what i'm getting from this It's
1: i uh, so it is so rare for me to only play one game over the course of like a week or two dang you've only been playing this because you've just been watching amelie alice play rpg mario rpg right yes yeah exactly dang. It's it's nuts. Uh, it's very rare for me to do that, uh, and so like I said, as a result, I've put an unconscionable amount of time into Octopath Traveler Two, and I, I, I got I got feels, man. I got feelings about this game. Love it. So normally in this segment, we talk about the okayest games of yesteryear and talk about all the things that we love about them. This one's this this is a bit of a departure because a it's a much more recent game. It Octopath is. Traveler Two came out this year. I think it's reviewed on average a little bit better than we typically. Uh, pick games for it was like 80s ish is 88 eights and nines yeah Mm -hmm. from from folks who reviewed it and like not to say we won't talk about games that were reviewed well especially games that were reviewed well like 20 years ago because that stuff changes but i think typically we do try to keep it to like games that are a little bit worse Mm -hmm. (laughs) for you know and and that's of course subjective. but anyway you were going to mexico and we're like let's let's we've also got a two-week lead time which usually you and i decide what game to play like after we record an episode yeah, and then we're like, all right, seven this days. Is the see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, this one, we're like, all right, got two weeks, you're going on vacation. We should pick one that we can sink some time into. And the one we opted for was Octopath Traveler 2. The one we octoed for. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is our, our, our oct in, we octed in <laughs> to Octopath. We also got a voice memo from a uh, listener, Jared, who had, I, I think he had found that you could submit, voice suggestions through uh, Spotify. Whoa. No one's done that, to be clear. So, like, I don't know if that's actually true, but... A plus uh, for in the, Jared. <laughs> in the Discord, he dropped this message.
0: Play Octopath Traveler 2. It's a good video game. Thanks.
1: And that was the, the start of <laughs> us <laughs> starting to play this video game. Anyway, before we get too far, let me hit you with a few hot stats about Octopath Traveler 2, dude. Please. Cool. Hot stats. Hot stats. So this game came out February 24th of this year, 2023, uh, for Switch, PlayStation, and Windows. Mm. This is, of course, a sequel to Octopath Traveler 1. There was also, I think, a mobile game um, that came out that was in between those two Octopath games. Uh, Much less talked about, that one. Hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, no, me neither. Uh, So it was made by... This game and a handful of others were co-developed with Square Enix's Creative Business Unit 2. Uh, Really rolls off the tongue. (laughs) That's a terrible name. I know. you, You see this kind of naming convention, I feel like, out of some of the studios in Japan where it's like the the most like logistical name for a studio uh-huh. like there, it, it, there there's no actual naming it's just like a number of here's the place that makes the video game it's almost oxymoronic creative business unit <laughs> yes yeah exactly it, it, it was co-developed by them and also this company called acquire mm. uh so the creative business unit 2 i think the the <laughs> most notable games that they've or uh the ones that stood out to me were the Bravely Default games, mm, and then sure. um, also Final Fantasy and the Four Heroes of Light. Oh. Yeah. And also, obviously, the the Octopath games as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, from Acquire, you see uh, stuff like Way of the Samurai, which I'm a big fan of. Whoa. I think you see a little bit of of, of their stank on this one, too, which, mm. which uh, we'll get into. But they also made Tenchu and then Akiba's Beat, which I'd never heard of, but mm. I liked the name. I do have a review... Of Octopath Traveler Two, uh, from our friends Jo Video, uh, I took their review, which was originally in French. Uh, ran it through Google Translate a number of times to to get an artist's interpretation of what they thought about this game. So, uh, without further ado. Let me read this to you. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I think I've made that exact rhyme before. I think is it, it felt familiar going in there. I, I still like it. Yeah, it does. It's fun. Yeah, it's a little, a little playful. Mm-hmm. Octopath Adventurer is so popular in 2018 that its successor will never be made. If the new line does not attract you at first, the second attempt tries to correct the almost perfect formula by introducing more gamers. (laughs) Unfortunately, my methods (laughs) used are not well understood. And they gave that an eight and a half out of ten. Mysterious at the end there. Yeah, a little bit of a threatening aura at the the end of this video. There's (laughs) more gamers, but the methods, ooh, maybe a little
0: dubious. Not not well (laughs) understood. There's
1: more gamers here, but don't ask me how they got here. Uh, Could you explain to me what this video game is, David?
0: Uh, It is a a top-down RPG. So it is very much in the line of like a classic Final Fantasy game in how it is presented and how it's played, right? So you have an overworld, you are a little sprite walking around it, And you can interact with people uh, and you can fight things. You have randomly uh, generated battles when you walk around outside of towns uh, Mm -hmm. and you do turn-based fights with these creatures and these people who uh, are out there in the world. You can, of course, gain new allies throughout the game. Either Eight of them. Yeah, eight of them. Or seven more, including your first character you choose, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, there are eight main characters in the game, which is, I think, the biggest and most unique draw of the game. Yeah. Is that it's really not just one story. It is eight distinct, pretty intricate stories that weave together in a very uh, fulfilling and nice way. So yeah, I think that's that's the the general gist of it, I would say.
1: Yeah, I I think a lot of this game owes its heritage to stuff like uh final fantasy 4 or Mm -hmm. 6 depending on if you're yeah in the u.s or not yeah before they went 3d with with final fantasy 7 right yes yeah it 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 has a lot of the visual styling of that especially like when you're in a battle and the enemies are like gigantic compared to you like even if it's just a guy Mm, i love when they're gigantic compared to me it's it's so much fun it's so 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 silly and like yes yeah it's very good but i think that and in combination with the like job system that they have in this game Mm -hmm. you feel the influence from there yep and i think it's interesting to contrast this just at the start with other games that have kind of a big cast of characters like this and specifically other kind of throwback RPGs chained echoes is the one that comes to mind where mm. there were a lot of characters in that game and and they definitely had their own stories going on, but I think they were more integrated than this one. and i I know for some people that that's a drawback mm-hmm. like that they they want more interaction between the characters in octopath, and that was kind of the big thing with the first one was that there was very little like th- there's definitely some in this one. you get to kind of like banter that you can opt into to just like read what people are saying to each other yeah. or the like, uh, what is it like crossed paths or something like that? There's mm-hmm. quests specifically for like, Hey, this one's these two characters. They have a quest that they get to go on. Yeah. But compared to something like Chained Echoes where the characters are just like constantly interacting with each other, mm-hmm. it is a little bit more separated. But I think the thing that you gain from that here is that every story feels totally unique compared oh, yeah. to one of the other people's like, mm-hmm different themes different ideas different topics like yep. it's really you really do get eight genuinely different stories rather than like we have six characters and all of them are maybe representing a different like idea or thing mm-hmm. it's like no like this is a all of them are really really different yeah in in everything down to like tone like yeah. some of them are really just like hey things are chill we're on an adventure Another other ones are like i'm going to have my revenge <laughs> and yeah. Shit like that yeah, because, like,
0: you know, Agni, like, she's just a happy-go-lucky dancer. She's like, I just want to make people yeah. happy. I'm going to be the best dancer ever. Let's go and just live my dream. Yeah. And then you have Hikari, who's just like, my brother murdered my father and destroyed the town that I loved and everything yeah. I know. I must go and destroy him and find my friends to do it. Like, oh my <laughs> god, like, just this, the the tonal difference between those two is just shocking. But yeah. they're, all, they're vibing together in the same group, trying to just do their 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 quest along with each other and yeah. help each
1: other out it's kind of great it is cool it, it for me and my experience of playing through it like i i felt like i was able to kind of choose from a menu of mm-hmm. tones that i wanted to experience at any given time mm-hmm. like if I went through like one that was like really chipper and chill, like if I did an Agnia chapter and it's, I was like, I would love something more serious, then yeah, you could go play a Hikari chapter or an Oswald chapter or something mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. and like get some like big stakes. And I'm like, all right, maybe something in between. I'll go check out a Partitio chapter or something like right. that. Mm-hmm. It might be worth going over the characters because like, sure, some of, I, I bet some people haven't played this game. Mm hmm that are listening to this so yeah we have we have eight characters yes i was gonna ask you a question i'll wait until the the end of this bit all right uh let's uh, i'll start at the top from my own brain uh hikari is the one you were mentioning before yes Kind of like typical Lion King th- thing going on sure. where he seems to be the rightful heir to the throne. In fact, his dad says so within the first like 20 minutes of you playing as him uh-huh. and his big bad brother who's like, I'm going to fucking kick so much ass and <laughs> rule this land is he like makes I was born to kick ass. Yes. He, he makes a play for the throne and the rest of your story as Hikari is I need to unify ku, which is his his home kingdom, his kingdom and become king mm-hmm. right ochet is a wi- wildling is that what they call her i think so yeah she's like a a, a forest person um <laughs> yeah. like kind of half uh animal half human like and that's like overselling it. She has a tail and ears and that's like mm-hmm. as as far as it goes. Um, but she lives in a village with a bunch of other uh, forest folk and there's a big bad red moon disaster coming. Mm. And her like mentor, who's a big tiger, is like, yo, dude, we got to prepare for this. You got to go catch them all or catch three of them specifically. Them you have to go find these like ancient beasts who used to protect the island but don't anymore mm-hmm. for for reasons mm-hmm. and uh yeah that's your job you got to prevent the fucking the, the calamity from happening beautiful Casty is an apothecary which is this game's version of like a healer yeah and uh she a little bit more kind of typical rpg tropes of she has amnesia and you don't know what's going <laughs> on exactly
0: they even they haven't have a, a character that she interacts with i think it's one of the sailors on the boat who's like oh yeah. you have amnesia i've never heard that one before
1: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) They kind of nod to the fact that like, this is a trope that we're engaging with. But again, because it's not the main, there's no main story. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll take it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm totally cool with this. Mm -hmm. So a lot of her story is just like figuring out what happened and like why she doesn't have her memories. Mm -hmm. Um, Agnia, like you said, is a small town girl living in a lonely world, just trying to (laughs) dance, man. Her mom is a dancer. She's a good dancer. Yeah. She just wants to vibe and, like, make people happy. She just wants to make people happy. It's a beautiful thing. I think part of her story is she wants to become, like, a star and dance mm-hmm. for, you know, as many people. And there's, like, this very sweet story of her leaving home of, like, a lot of people who like her and are, like, we're really rooting for you. Mm-hmm. And, like, pooled together money to get you to, like, go to a bigger yeah. town to dance for more people Here's and $10,000. Please, Yeah, go. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's her main plot. Um, Particio is a <laughs> very weird dude i love Particio. the good he's capitalist like, yeah that's pretty much the game is setting him up to be is like a guy who's very into like commerce and trade he in the very beginning of the story he's like coming up with his dad in this like essentially a boom town where mm-hmm. they discover like uh silver silver yeah and the uh the town like gets very popular and there's a lot of people working there and then you know shortly thereafter is kind of finagled out of the ownership of the town by uh somebody somebody who they trusted so uh his partizio is just a little bit more like big brained he's like seeing all my friends be like in poverty i'm gonna go solve the world's problems he, and he
0: says i'm gonna go i'm gonna go
1: destroy that demon called poverty <laughs> yes <laughs> Love yeah. it. it's so wild and like i there's a lot of things i feel like i can point to of like the i can see what the game developers are trying to say and i'm like i don't think i really agree with that mm-hmm. but i like Particio he's a chill guy so yeah, yeah it's he's fun he's oh god the fucking theme song that he has mm. I'll, I'll needle drop it at some point in here but uh whew, really good stuff yeah oswald is a magic man who's been wrongfully imprisoned for the murder of his wife and child <laughs> real like a much darker tone mm-hmm. to this one but he's also a very like silly character mm. not in universe they don't treat him like a silly guy at any point but just like he's always monologuing and like Love uh it. his main his main adversary's name is harvey which is very funny and like i can't ever hear that <laughs> and take it seriously Steve harvey it's steve harvey he's coming after <laughs> the big fi- uh family feud <laughs> Let's see who else. Uh, Throne is a thief slash kind of hired killer. Um, She has grown up in essentially a group of other thieves and hired killers. And there's this kind of like hierarchy that exists within this organization. And she wants to be free of it. And she seems to think the only way to do that is to kill the what they call mother and father in this this Mm. group of people, which is, you know, the kind of matriarch and patriarch of this like group of assassins and thieves. Yeah. So that's her vibe. And finally Temenos, who is such a strange character. I was mm. like I, I had a great time hanging out with him, but I was just like I i could kind of never see where it was going in a good way. Sure. Um but he's this like kind of like church man priest dude. Church man priest <laughs> dude. And there's like a murder that happens in his like group of of religious men. And he Essentially, it turns into like Sherlock pretty quickly, where he's just like mm-hmm. in his mind palace piecing together like the clues and the the murders and everything that's happened. Love it. It's really fun. Like, I think the tone of it is exceptionally fun. Also, mm-hmm. the like guy that he runs into there, Crick, is also very good. Their like relationship is very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the eight. That's the eight of them. Who'd you start with, David? I want to know. I started with Agni. Acne, wow, okay, nice. Why? What what drew you to her? Uh, what drew me to her was I was
0: on vacation and I wanted just a Mm -hmm. nice, simple, happy go lucky story, and that kind of sounded like what it was going to be when I was looking at all the different characters. I'm like, okay, they're giving me like they're letting me they're they're running the gamut with stories here. They're giving me big stakes with like Oswald and uh Hikari. They're giving me someone very strange and different in Ochette, who was probably Mm -hmm. like my second one that I was interested in going with the, at the beginning yeah and then also of course uh castie who's just the the stereotypical trope of oh i yes. don't remember who i am mm-hmm. so she was probably like at the bottom of the list for me when i first started like <laughs> i kind of similar feeling, yeah like ah, i've been there done that uh but i'm like agni i'm like i've never had a story quite that simple in an rpg yeah. like this so i thought that would be yeah. just a nice breath of fresh air honestly mm-hmm. so i chose her and it was great that's cool
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I have to imagine the beginning of the game was kind of challenging because she's like not a super strong fighter on her own. I was destroying people with my ruinous kick. Really? Like if you <laughs> get yeah, her to cool. boost
0: the ruinous kick a lot and then she uses her latent mm-hmm. power to target everything all at once, she'll just decimate yeah. <laughs> groups of people. <laughs> that's sick. It's impressive. Everyone, even now still in the game, I'm just like, she, she'll just what, out of nowhere just destroy a horde of, of enemies. It's pretty, That's awesome. It's pretty great. And she's just like dancing up there and then just yeah. kick and everyone's dead.
1: <laughs> Agnia was definitely definitely my least utilized character mm. while I was playing through this game. Mm-hmm. It's also worth pointing out just to unpack some of the stuff we just said. So, part of the the draw of the mechanical side of this game which is like really compelling. It it is it really is. really fun yeah. and adds enough onto just the standard uh, back and forth turn-based rpg Mm -hmm. that i think makes it really easy to play so there is just like standard attack and magic that's a thing that you can do each character has a different set of attacks uh, like with weapons and Mm -hmm. uh different like spells that they can use and on top of that there is also a like boost mechanic where every turn you get a i think i think they call it bp it's a boost point yeah you can have up to five you can have up to five and you can use up to four at a time i think mm-hmm. i think three yeah you use three but you attack four times essentially so it's like yeah. the three extra boost points get you up to four on your base one regardless mm-hmm. uh so that can like make any of your attacks a lot stronger than mm-hmm. they are at just their base level and then there's also this thing that they've added called uh the latent power which is essentially if you do enough or take enough damage you will fill this little gauge yeah that any character can use and each one of them are a little bit different right so Ag- agnes is the like pa- the turbo kick yeah right? well she can she can just target everybody with a skill right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's it hikari's is like there's a handful of like sword attacks that he has casties is she part of her deal is that she can put together like potions and shit on mm-hmm. the fly yeah and her latent ability is that if you use that then none of the like materials will be used in yeah. that process mm-hmm. and so like all of that put together with the fact that the enemies also have like weaknesses that you have to exploit pretty much every time Yeah. on any given enemy. There's like a couple of little boxes read down towards their name and their mm-hmm. health, or it doesn't show their health, but just their name. And they start out as just a bunch of question marks. And then you mm-hmm. kind of have to sort through like, all right, let me use my sword to see if they're weak to that. Yeah, you got to no. poke a little bit. Yeah. Let me see if it's the ice magic or the mm-hmm. spear or anything like that. And there's a lot of them. So it's not just a, a, kind of like boring checklist or anything. Yeah. But once you figure that out, they have this little number next to their name that if you re- if you hit them enough times with their weakness they like break. It's a shield. Yeah. Yeah. And then their turn skips. They're like stunned essentially for a little while. Mm-hmm. And they take more damage as well. If they're. Yes. Yeah.
0: They take the same amount of damage to everything regardless of if they're weak to it or not.
1: Right. Yeah. So you can use whatever mm-hmm. and it'll do a lot of damage. And so you get into this really fun back and forth where you a lot of the game is just trying to get Enemies into this broken state Mm -hmm. when you can then just like unload whatever shit you have, yeah, onto them because like it's kind of not worth it to do it until they're broken because you do so much more damage, yeah, when their defense is broken. And so, a lot of the time, it kind of plays out like a persona or uh, even like Sea of Stars does this too, where a lot of the focus in the battle is like I'm just trying to break them, Mm -hmm. and then from there, that's when I do a lot of damage, yeah, similar to Persona, where like. If you can find their exploits, that's kind of the win state for the fight, mm-hmm. which is just like going into this. I thought that uh, from what I had seen from the previews, I was like, that sounds kind of overwhelming. That sounds like a lot of mechanics mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff to keep track of. And like sometimes it is, but for the most part, it's like totally manageable, it's very manageable. It's not, It's not really not that complicated? I don't think. No, no. Like I didn't mention this at the top, but. I didn't think I was going to like this game very much. Hmm. We could play the first like, one, didn't you? Barely. I played the demo mm. and I was like, I don't think it's for me. I don't think this is, this is my thing. Sure. And I'll explain why in a second. But just like, I was like, I don't know if this is going to be my thing. Like, I, th- I think that a lot of when I go into RPGs, I will enjoy the first couple hours, like whenever they're setting the stakes. Yeah. But generally they lose me at Same. some point. Same. And like, I think a lot of that is... At least from my experience, I really want the story to have like focus mm. and like really be dead set on what they're doing, you know? Which is a bummer because like I, there are times when I enjoy in a Dragon Quest game when it's just like, hey, you're just hanging out in a port town right now, dude. Like that's the thing that you're doing. And so I think like allowing you to just like relax and like take a deep breath while you're playing these games mechanically is cool, but at some point after enough of those i'm just like i think i'm good at a certain point and this one just it never got there and that never happened Mm -hmm. i've played like 40 hours of this game i've i have yeah i i've beaten hikari and oswald's like story was hikari the first one you chose yes hikari was my starter pokemon that sounds right for you it's, it, I think like I wanted the stakes to be high mm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I want to be pulled through by this game and the kind of like quieter stories were like spice on top of the rest of it where mm-hmm. I could just be like, I actually don't know that I want to be that intense right now. Let's just like do Agnia's thing. And like all of her chapters are so sweet and cool where like she's genuinely pretty good just like as a person. Mm-hmm. And so it's very fun to see like, how does she solve this situation i think that the like second chapter that she's in she's in uh clockville or whatever oh i forget it's one of the more like modern looking cities yeah the whole point is that she essentially like runs into this like big opera theater where there's like a very famous dancer there mm-hmm. uh and she's like gobsmacked by how amazing she is mm-hmm. and runs into a guy outside who's like hey i have this like piano bar that i'm starting do you want to like come hang out and like You know, just like have a drink or something like that. She's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, sure. Great. She goes there and she's like, hey, like would anybody mind if I like danced and just like kind of did a performance here Mm -hmm. and like the four people that are in there are like that was fucking sick. That was the coolest shit I've ever seen. Love it. It's very good. Yeah. And so like the arc of that like chapter is her like essentially just building up this bar and like getting more people to come in there and hang out and like be fans of it and be fans of her. And then kind of the fallout that happens from that as well, mm-hmm. which is very sweet. It's very nice mm-hmm. to play through. You yeah, know? that's that's what it drew me to. I'm like,
0: I've never played a game where like this is an option for the story. Yeah, yeah totally. Just low stakes, just having a good time. Very wholesome experience.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you had we were texting each other. You had said that you were also kind of surprised by how much you were enjoying this one. Yeah. Was it kind of for the same reasons or like what what kept you moving through this? for me
0: i think it's a couple of reasons i think it's the the art style i think it's just so yeah gorgeous we haven't even talked about it yet <laughs> it's so it's so nice to look at and just going yeah yeah going around the world and just seeing what they have made and mm-hmm. how they can just play with the depth and what they can make with this specific just you know, throwback kind of art style and just make it look gorgeous. Like these cities that they yeah. create, like Canal, Brian, oh my goodness, it's such such a gorgeous city so to walk cool. around in. Yeah. It's it's just really
1: engaging visually. To like ex- explain a little bit of that, essentially like the the visual style of this game is this like, I think they call it HD 2D or something like that. Sure, where yeah. Where there are, the, all the character models look like they're from a Super Nintendo Final Fantasy game, like very kind of traditional pixel art for a lot of it. And a lot of the game, the characters themselves are also pixel art. Yeah. The enemies are all like kind of pixely, Mm -hmm. but the game also has like gorgeous lighting. Yeah. And some of the tiles on the ground are like, realistic, reflective tiles. Yep. There's like tilt shift on the camera. So it uh, looks like everything behind shift. you yeah. is like very far away. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of blurred in the background. The foreground looks very like close. The sense of depth is really nice. Yeah, it is. And so like I, I was also surprised that this art style worked so much for me. hmm because it is really gorgeous. They yeah. make it look so good. It's stunning,
0: honestly. At some points I'm like, wow, yeah. this is the, just the direction of the art is yeah. is just fantastic. And, you know, I think playing it on the Switch in handheld mode mm-hmm. really made me appreciate the Switch yeah. a lot yeah. more than I already even had because mm-hmm. because they really just use every inch of the screen to just <laughs> suck you it's in. True. It's impressive, yeah. really, because it's not because uh, A lot of these those old final fantasy games it just feels so flat like it's not necessarily a bad Mm -hmm. thing but this one just feels alive it like almost pops out of you like a like a pop-up book it feels like sometimes because they have so much height and depth to these these things and the the colors are so vibrant and the Mm -hmm. the clouds are just moving so nice and you see the shadows going across the ground (laughs) it just really draws you in it's it's so impressive
1: It's really cool. It I I it feels kind of like a diorama or something like yeah. that. Where yeah, it feels three D. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. It, it's very neat to see that art style iterated on upon. And like mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't the first game to do this. Like at all, the obviously Octopath One, and you saw this a little bit with like Triangle Strategy Project or whatever that game was called. I think it's just Triangle Strategy. Strategy. Yeah, and so it's not like this is the first time. But like, man, I was so enraptured <laughs> with like. So many of the locations, the, mm-hmm. uh, the like scenes that they played out, it's, I don't know, is just really surprising that they could make so like do so much with so little. Yeah. Um, yeah. quote unquote, like there's obviously a lot going on here, but you know, the, I think that you, you could look at a screenshot of this and be like, eh, it's like pixel art, mm-hmm. right? But it's different to see it in motion. It's really, really cool. Exactly. And I think
0: this might be spoilers a little bit, but one scene that really stood out to me that Mm -hmm. goes with what you're talking about, how can you do so much with seemingly so little was when you're, Hikari's story in his first chapter, when you're up on that bluff overlooking the city and then you see the city start going on fire in the background mm-hmm. it's just it's so far away and it's kind of blurred but you see it change and you immediately know what is happening even though it's yeah. not necessarily like you can see the flames going up but it just yeah. does just enough and is evocative enough of what that would look like in reality that you just know like okay things the city's on fire they, they set the city <laughs> on fire oh my god yeah yeah it's just, that it just does so well it does so much with with what it it does it's it's impressive Mm. it really is impressive
1: it's cool i i i feel like you see this sentiment a little bit online i may have heard this on into the aether two of them saying like please make pokemon red or something in this style like it would just be
0: so cool oh my gosh yeah
1: someone please (laughs) because you're able to kind of like nod to the original art style while still doing so much more than you could ever do on a super nintendo or a game boy you know absolutely there's just so much more you can add there. I would also like love Frog for whom the bell tolls made in this uh, art style. Who do we who do we need to bully on on
0: X <laughs> to uh to make a a Frog for whom the bell tolls remake?
1: Man, I know. I like. I want so many more people to play that game. It's just so nice to play. It's so good. It's very good. And and yeah, I think that this this art style would really serve it but it, it it does honestly feel more of an iteration than like nostalgia bait or something like that for yeah. this game you know yeah. like it's it's it is more than kind of the just the initial blush you get from it. They're doing a lot with it. And like you were saying with the Hikari thing, they also return to scenes that they or like places that you have been to often enough that Mm -hmm. like just the the way that they frame something and going back to it, you can infer meaning from that, right? Absolutely. Of like, I don't think this is a huge surprise, but Hikari goes back to that bluff quite a few times Mm -hmm. in the story. And every time I'm just like, God, this game is so fucking good. Like, so good. The yeah. the art direction and how they choose to frame stuff is, is really impressive.
0: Yeah. And like what they choose to have motion in each frame as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make it feel alive. It's so, it's so good.
1: It's very cool. You had said that the, the visuals of it were one thing. What else had kept you engaged?
0: The other thing is that I think you touched on a little bit. Each story feels so unique and interesting. Yeah. Like when I was when I was choosing the characters in the beginning, like it was between Agnia or Agni, Particio and Ochette. Yeah. Yeah. And I was happy that Agni and Particio were so close to each other because I got their stories like pretty quickly but then the next one i got to was casting i'm just like ah you know like okay let's do the amnesia story let's see what she's about and i got really sucked into that one too i was like okay all right (laughs) i'm i'm in it uh it it had the tone of like a trauma center rpg uh (laughs) it's true i don't know if you got that feeling as well but just kind of the 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 terror and fear that a mysterious illness as as we all now know and are very familiar with strikes in a popular and having this one person be like, no, 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 I got this. Everyone else, calm down. Uh, There was something very empowering about that, I think, in a post-COVID world. Sure. And also, I just enjoyed the the mystery of like, oh, okay, you are an apothecary, but you're wearing this apothecary uniform that people are freaking out about and like, you are a very stone-faced and monotone (laughs) kind of person. So were you doing all these things that they have been accusing you of? You also seem like you're pretty chill and like want to help folks so Mm -hmm. she's just a very they 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 did it in a very the the amnesia story i should say they did the amnesia story i think in a very nice way uh and i think it helps the fact that you have other stories that if you're not if you don't want that you don't have to have it but they they didn't have to go so hard on making it the main driving influence of the game that it's not just getting beaten into your head like oh you don't remember each time you talk to her uh it's just you choose when to go and engage with that yeah so I just really enjoyed seeing and experiencing all these different stories. And each one of them was, you know, you could kind of see who the bad people were and you can kind of read if you were <laughs> yeah. like, look like paying attention, like what kind of was going to happen, mm-hmm. but it, each time it still felt good and that they did it yeah. in a nice yeah. way. Like all the little backstabs that happen, you know, you mm-hmm. kind of see them coming and uh, sure. they're they're foreshadowed just lightly each time, but they don't do it in a way that's ham fisted or overly dramatic. Well maybe sometimes overly dramatic, but that's kind of what you're here for too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just it's just a a bunch of small stories masterfully crafted and and told where each one Mm -hmm. feels just so interesting and unique and fun to experience. You get all these different flavors of of uh JRPG story throughout the game. Mm -hmm. So that that definitely kept me coming along. It's like, okay, I I gotta go through all the Western Continent (laughs) people and then I gotta go to the East and do all those ones. Definitely rocking with my Western Continent All Stars team right now.
1: Yeah. I was gonna ask what your party is at any given moment. Right now it's just all Western Continent folks. Like I said, Western Continent All Stars. Yeah. Which is uh Agni,
0: Particio, Hikari, and Casty. It's a
1: pretty solid crew. Sure i had a s- kind of a similar one uh, so the the person you choose is your first character mm-hmm. you can't swap them out of the party until you beat their story yeah. and so like you're you're really like committed to one of them i would have never swapped out hikari regardless like He's dude just hits so uh, hard he, he, he demolishes things <laughs> yeah the, the sheer amount of like punch that dude does is crazy but for most of the game i was rocking with hikari and ochet were like never leaving my party ever mm-hmm. Oh, Chet's great, too. We haven't even mentioned her mechanic, but she essentially like catches some of the monsters if mm. you uh, are like in a battle with someone. Mm-hmm. And so many of them have these like incredibly useful abilities of like, all right, this guy uh, shoots two arrows at everybody yeah. on the other team. Wow. Which can be so useful if you're trying to like break someone's guard mm-hmm. or like you have a hole in your team where it's like, I don't really have anybody who uses axes yeah. or whatever. You can usually go find somebody to do that for mm-hmm. you. It's so satisfying whenever you roll into an area in the game where you have no right to be there at all. Like, the enemies are so much stronger than you. <laughs> yeah. They give you a danger level in each le- in each area. Yeah, yeah, it's like a level cap, essentially, of like, you shouldn't be here until you're around this level. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you manage to get in there and catch someone as Ochet... Then you just have this like buff, nasty monster that's a part of your team mm-hmm. um, that you can just go use to steamroll everybody else, which is so, so fun. Oh, chat. Um, uh, so the two of them... And then I had Oswald, my man of many hats, hmm. where uh I always needed him to be just like a caster to do spells, because like that's usually a hole in my team of like I need somebody to be able to do fire and uh, lightning and uh, dark and light and stuff, like ice, stuff. Ice damage. Oswald does those three, and then I can kind of find somebody hmm. to do uh light and and dark, and then I just give him a bunch of jobs of like, okay, I need you to be the healer right now, so I'm going to give you the apothecary job. Mm-hmm or I need you to be able to steal money, so I'm going to give you a <laughs> merchant job. Oswald's whatever you want him to be, baby. That's kind of what I use him as, yeah. He's, he's your T, he's your TM machine in this game, it sounds like. Yes, no, genuinely. <laughs> Which I, I should explain what job means. Um, this is like an idea that some of the older Final Fantasies had where you can kind of subclass any of your people mm-hmm. where they retain whatever like spells they come with automatically, but you can give them another class, right? So like I was saying, I could I put the uh gave Oswald the apothecary job, meaning Casty's class. Mm-hmm. And so he could learn healing spells. So if I yeah. didn't have a healer, he could like stand in as that person. And then that fourth spot just rotated through a bunch of people. I usually had casty if I was like fighting people, but it was, you know, whoever's quest is currently on the on the docket. Yeah. Is there. Yeah. It's really uh, helpful that this game has so much voice acting. The voice acting is pretty good. It's pretty good. Like I, I wouldn't say that like it is earth shattering. No. In the same way that you were saying that like none of these stories are really like wow, I can't believe the, the the directions and the twists and turns because you kind of mm-hmm. see it coming. Yeah. But they're just done well enough that I'm in. Like I'm I'm fully in on pretty much all yeah. of it.
0: They're, they're they're told with their whole heart each time yes yeah like they're just very earnest stories
1: yeah and they're engaging like i'm usually Mm -hmm. pretty engaged in what's happening again because you're essentially just playing through the main story of someone's like storyline right like there's no filler a lot of the time Mm -hmm. for whatever's happening. There might be some like banter or like things that are a little lower stakes, but like it's, it's mostly if you run into a main quest, like this is, this is the thing, this is their like chapter Mm -hmm. and it's going to add to their plot in some way. And I think that the voice acting is something that kept me engaged in that way where, because I can imagine these people and I can hear them, I'm much closer to their characters than like, I was imagining if this was just like a text based game, Uh right? I don't think I would be as like, engaged with who these people are
0: yeah i agree and something to to add to that Mm. the voice acting not just like in dialogue screens but also when you're fighting as well really sucked me in also Mm -hmm. where you know if someone if one of your characters guard breaks uh, uh, an enemy the next character in line will be like oh good job Particio, or like wow that was amazing Agni, you're awesome it's just like they're just like encouraging and hyping each other up the whole time (laughs) and then also uh something i loved is that you can have uh I made uh, I got an, an apothecary the ability to make it, uh, an, like an apothecary job for one of my characters mm-hmm. so I made Agni yeah. an apothecary as well as a dancer just to see like what was gonna happen yeah. uh, and then she learned Icicle uh, mm-hmm. and then had been. I already had Casty in my party, and she was using ice all the time. And she's just like a stone cold killer when she's out there. Like <laughs> she is a healer, but she also like will destroy people with an axe and her her mm-hmm. magic. Uh, and when she d- casts icicle, she's just like freeze or something like that, something very menacing. Yeah, yeah. And then Agni casts it, and she just goes Brr! just like it's cold. <laughs> yeah, like, this really is good. awesome. And it's just such a fun way to to continue the characterization of all yeah. of these
1: these these folks uh, and I just I just loved it it's great it, it feels like they really hammered on the details in this one yeah where like it feels like everything is considered um, with like the the characters specifically mm-hmm. the the inverse of what you had said happens too, where like somebody if somebody gets really hurt mm-hmm. then on one turn the next person's turn they'll be like Oswald like worried about them you know yeah it's, it's just amazing it, mm-hmm. it, it you're right that it goes a long way to make these people feel like they are friends or like a part of a group. Yeah. Despite not really having these like big character moments all the time with mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. From what I understand, the end of the game does pull them all together quite a bit. Cool. Which I'm looking forward to because I'm almost certainly going to beat this game. Yeah. But uh, even still, it, they, they felt cohesive a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I think it may just be that like part of my brain doesn't need them to be always talking to each other to feel like a party. Sure. But, but it needed to be a, talking to make them feel like friends yeah true <laughs> mm. i was reading an interview with uh, some of the like producers and directors of these games and uh, as a little factoid that i thought was really cool is that they specifically called out that some things can kind of feel like cheating in the game where like if you buff a character enough times and like just line everything up correctly they can do just like an absurd amount of damage Mm -hmm. or if you have like a a, a really good axe on somebody that shouldn't have it yet or something sure that it can kind of feel like cheating and that they intentionally did that they're like Mm. we want you to feel like you're kind of breaking the game sometimes i think that's so smart and such a good move yeah because a lot of the 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 similar stuff comes up when we talk about like a monster train or something like that mm-hmm. where sometimes you'll get on a run where you just get the right cards Yeah, and you feel totally unstoppable mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. They they have y- y'all have given me the wrong shit and I am now in my zone <laughs> Don't <laughs> let me in my zone, Don't dude. Let me in my like zone. A, I told you <laughs> and so like you you feel kind of unstoppable and I think it, it's cool that they allow you to do that in this too where there were times where i was like i either caught a monster that i felt like i had no business catching as a chet mm-hmm. or i stumbled into some place that gave me a sword that like i just exploited the hell out of or mm-hmm. like oh i probably beat that boss at a lower level than i thought i should have or i found just the right combination of jobs and classes to make hikari do like fifty thousand damage in a turn or something mm-hmm. crazy you mm-hmm. know and that just feels great. It's it's this kind of like you're cooking mm-hmm. and prodding and being like, "Okay, well what would happen if I do this?" Right? Yeah. What would what would what happens if I turn this lever over that direction?
0: It's fun to see how things combine and what you can do, yes. right? It it cuz I I do see why some game developers would go out of their way to not let that happen, but it's just fun to have a game that's just like, yeah, it's just it's it's a game. Just have fun with it. Do something crazy yeah. and like, see what you can see what you can play around with cuz it encourages experimentation which i love
1: yeah and it it, i feel like it doesn't that feeling of like wow i broke it temporarily Mm -hmm. it doesn't last that long because usually you will go to a new place and the enemies are harder or the sword that was really good five levels ago is kind of just normal now yeah and so it's this like kind of push and pull and it's a temporary feeling of like for like a couple levels you're like i am a god Mm -hmm. and no one can kill me yeah there's a period of time where i had this like ape that shot arrows as ochet and i just kept running into people that would that were weak to arrows and he shot like five of them and it hit everybody and so just walk into a fight volley arrows and then just poke them with hikari and the fight would be over immediately dang it's so satisfying it's really really fun when that when that happens it's it's great i i I love that part of the game Mm -hmm. also really appreciate how the world is structured Mm. In that you, you do have to discover a place whenever you go to it for the first time, but yep. you can fast travel to anywhere all the time. Any city. Any city, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like it the game kind of encourages you of like, hey, did you forget something or do you want to go talk to somebody? Like you can just go there now. Yeah, like, you don't have to like go travel or get exactly. on a boat or anything like that. Yeah, you don't need any chocobos. No, no, you don't have to run across the whole world, which is cool. And I think also really aids this idea where these cities start to become like familiar Mm -hmm. and like kind of comforting to be like, Oh sweet. I get to go back there again. Yeah. Because so many of these like stories and chapters kind of crisscross each other, right? Like you'll end up being like, Oh, this is where I started with this character, but now I'm like way later in this guy's story, but we've arrived back at this other place. And like, isn't it cool to be back here? Mm Mm-hmm it's just neat. It, it makes the world feel a lot more lived in and like real yeah. compared to like just running down from one town to the next town to the next town. It's like Okay. I'm done with that um, town and time to move on. Yeah. Right. You know, I'll never be back here mm-hmm. versus like I'll be back here probably pretty soon because I have another quest yeah. in this spot there's some things to do we haven't even talked about the path abilities (laughs) yet right right. which essentially are these things that in the overworld you can do as any of the eight characters Uh and you can do different stuff at daytime or nighttime which you can change with a click of a button Mm -hmm. essentially like an easy example is hikari's path ability is that he can duel someone and (laughs) i love that it's very funny it's hilarious (laughs) that he's just like all right let's fight and like people are like okay <laughs> the first person i dueled was an old man i know, and didn't realize the it thing. <laughs> there's like a little bit of dissonance sometimes when i feel kind of bad of like i just walk into a town with throne a and steal everything mm-hmm. and then <laughs> go sell it and make a bunch of money yep but to, to explain just a little bit more uh you can do a bunch of these actions uh hikari's you can duel if you duel then you can learn their move which you can then use in battle mm-hmm. and there are some moves that kind of like move people out of the way so like yeah. they'll be standing in front of a door and then you have to like knock them out to get in into a room or something mm-hmm. and so like there's like 16 of these abilities total some of them are less good than others like clearly yeah <laughs> I, I think um, who is it I think Casty, she can just like see who somebody is like what's their vibe or what's their deal she can deal. get information from them Yes. Whereas like Oswald has to do it, but there's like a, a chance that you might not do it correctly. Oh, really? Yeah. And so like, it's like, why would I, why would I use Oswald? So I could just do it with Cassidy, but yeah, it, it's not that big of a deal because you have four of them at any point. So it's right. not like you really have to like be stingy with using them or not. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, like I have Partitio and Agni in my party right now. And yeah. Partitio buys things from people, but Agni can just ask <laughs> nicely and people just give her yes. things. Yes. And yeah.
1: I'm just like, why would I ever spend my money with with Partitio <laughs> then? Why would I do this? Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, like they're not all built equal, but uh, like I said, it I, I never really felt frustrated by that. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm definitely going to not use this one very much. Yeah. But it it what that does in total is that it makes these cities feel a lot more like a real place because you can interact with like a lot of people in a pretty mm-hmm. significant ways of either asking them to like follow you around like yeah. uh i think agni does that and um particio can he can hire people particio can i think chet can too she like mm. is like hey come help me in my quest or something and so you you can like drag these people around i have like a guy that i've had for like 20 levels just following us around he's a he's a part of the party now too (laughs) you like never summon him into battle he's just hanging out Uh, yeah i will uh, like a a lot of these moves i forget that i have sure and i'm like oh yeah i should use that still Mm mm-hmm I, uh, I was talking to Stephen Hilger about it from Into the Aether and he was mentioning it's like the thrill of having like a really good spreadsheet mm. um, come together of like there are so many moving parts and somehow your brain is able to like hold on to all of them. And when something comes together of like, wow, okay, this ability and that ability and it's all like kind of crossing together and I just did fifty thousand damage or I got an item that I shouldn't have mm-hmm. or something. That's just like such a thrill. There's there's so much of so many so much depth to the mechanics that they have in this game. But it again, the, the most surprising thing is just like it never feels like I'm out of my depth with any of yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. feels manageable. Because, yeah, I, I, I feel like I could so easily be like, holy shit, there's just so much here. Mm-hmm. But they do a really good job of like slowly ramping you up of like, all right, we're going to give you one character at a time and we're going to make it super obvious how to use them in the beginning. The fun of it is like later down the line when you're trying to combine all these things together and you can kind of get creative with a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. Just to go back to the map a little bit, I, I just wanted to like hammer on the point that like this this world feels much more connected than I feel like I do a lot of times in other RPGs. Just something about having to like go go to them physically originally and like running through the wild and getting there by foot and not having like a, like a stand-in sort of like visual metaphor of like going to the overworld near these tiny little guys running around on a big map or something like that. It's like you're literally traversing the forest to get there. Yeah and returning to them over and over again so for, for whatever reason that just made me feel like wow this this place is like real mm-hmm. and it, it feels like it is still going on without me when I'm not in town sure which again aids to this this feeling of like these are eight independent stories that I'm just witnessing mm-hmm. it, I kept feeling like this game is the it's the satisfaction of the promise of when you're in your car and you see somebody driving by and you get like very existential all of a sudden of like They're living their own life exactly yeah. yes like that's a whole person mm-hmm. doing their own thing over there mm-hmm. and they have been their whole life yep it's sort of the same feeling when i'm playing through this of like there's so much shit going on with all these people i can't believe this is all here in the same spot mm-hmm. the world's cool. pretty big it's big man big work, it's cool man. Mm-hmm. Can, also can i just give a shout out to map markers in rpgs oh yeah god absolutely. dude be so I don't have otherwise. to. Oh my god! Yeah, in this game, I would yeah. never finish it mm-hmm. if I just had to like go talk to every person in town no. to figure out what to do. No way! Yeah, it's just like, hey, right here is where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't feel anything lost from that. There's nothing I feel like cheapened or mm-hmm. like I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, that don't just tell me where to go. No, please tell me where to go. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely, it's totally fine. Did you have any other things that were keeping you sort of like engaged with this game?
0: The combat I thought was very good. Yeah. Kept me going. The music, so good. Uh, each area has two different iterations of the same yeah. song for daytime and nighttime, yeah. which I loved. Yeah, and I think the music just overall was very... Very well done. Very well done. Yeah,
1: it doesn't always take up the the like center stage, no. but when it really chooses to go hard, you're like, damn, that is really that's a really yeah. fun song here. I really liked Or rush's song. Partizio's oh yeah, down yes, yeah, it's very good. I, a lot of Particio's music in general is very good. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll use this opportunity to to needle drop his the like main theme song for Particio, which has this like kind of like electric guitar and sax saxophone going on it's it's really strange but it's very cool Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised by this and fuck man just makes godie so much harder. <laughs> <laughs> no, a new challenger appears. Yeah, cuz like I I can't say that this game is isn't as good as a lot of the other ones. I think it is. Uh and it's doing such different stuff than I'm used to with mm-hmm. RPGs, especially RPGs that this, of this like that came out this year and kind of under, I don't know, a modern lens. Mm-hmm. It just feels like such a, a novel concept of a game. Yeah. That I like truly wasn't experience or wasn't expecting to be able to enjoy this much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Like if you you look at a game, and the other big RPG that came out this year, Baldur's Gate 3, which is just yeah. so yeah. dense and deep and mechanical. Mm-hmm. And just the more you look at it, the deeper it goes. <laughs> this one gives you a bunch of very not shallow stories, but just pretty straightforward stories that are told well, but they give yeah. you so many different ones that it gives you this this nice broad overview of the world and the characterization of this place. Whereas mm-hmm. compared to Baldur's Gate, it's just this deep Goliath of a, of a <laughs> universe that you're interacting yeah. with and you just feel like you're floating in, in space sometimes amongst the lore and and the yeah. stakes of it all. So it's, a, it's an interesting juxtaposition between these two types of RPGs because they're just so vastly different, but also hit some of the same, uh, scratch some of the same itches that you're looking for with this type
1: of, of genre. Yeah. You, you're correct to point out that, like, they feel like such different experiences. So different. But, but I get a lot of, like, similar satisfactions from them of, yeah. like, character driven adventures, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. The two ends of the spectrum of a character driven RPG. <laughs> it yeah. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, choice is not a big deal in this game. I think Mm -hmm. that the, a lot of the way that the player in this game can imprint themselves on this game is mechanical, Mm -hmm. is like how you choose to approach a fight, who you choose to have in your party, Mm -hmm. what jobs you choose to give everybody, any of that kind of stuff. And the story is like mostly preordained, you know? yeah, You can choose what order to play it in or like, you know, where you go in certain parts, but it's mostly there mm-hmm. already, which is just, like, so different from Baldur's Gate, right? Absolutely. Baldur's Gate's almost entirely about, like, choice, despite the fact that the, those cutscenes and those voice actors, like, already recorded all those lines, but you're choosing which ones you want to engage with. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's it's bizarre that both of those occupy the same genre. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fascinating to see, to be playing both of these games at the same time. It's... Yeah, true. Because sometimes I need a break from Baldur's Gate and Octopath just massages my brain in a different way.
1: It's true. Yeah. It, it I feel like it doesn't demand as much like no super critical thinking. Absolutely. Like with, with Baldur's Gate, I'm I'm looking
0: at, at all the potential possibilities <laughs> of of the life of life and the world and the future right of what could be whereas Octopath I'm just kind of along for the ride it's 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 much more liberating in that way of you know you don't have to think quite so much but you can still enjoy a very pleasant and engaging story and game and
1: combat it just shouts out to this game for its pace Mm -hmm. like yeah I feel like it knows exactly how much story i want mm-hmm. and how much fighting i want and how long the battles should last yeah. uh i never feel tired of fighting mm-hmm. i love that you can just turn two times speed on and it goes a little bit faster I do like that you can o- built an overclock yeah you can just you can play this game faster if you want to mm-hmm. that uh i love this is the only rpg that i've ever done this with but uh i love that you can put the text on like auto advance yeah. And just kind of let it do its thing. Mm-hmm. I ne I never do that just because like I, I I find the 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 pacing between lines is usually too long. Like mm. it doesn't sound like two people talking to each other. And I can't say this one's like 100 percent natural, but it's fast it's enough that I'm still I'm, I'm like I'm staying with it. I'm engaged mm-hmm. and like I'll even like I'll just put the, the controller down and kind of just like either stare off or stare at the screen and just kind of like have the story be told to me. Which isn't a thing I do for any other RPG, so mm-hmm. it's it's cool that it's there. Yeah, the the game just melts hours for me. Like, yeah. an hour and a half will go by, and I'm like, I did a lot, but damn, that moved fast. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. So good. It's really good. Kills, k- kills a plane ride very nicely. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet uh, four hours will just go bye-bye pretty quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Jared, thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for suggesting this one. It was a good one. Yeah, Jared.
0: He nailed it. Nailed it with this one.
1: Yep i will also say that there, are like we had mentioned that we we're going to play this and there was a lot of people in the discord being like oh shit it's yeah. time people, so. were, people were stoked <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it's not like this game has a lack of love yes absolutely <laughs> the The vibe that I get is the people who are really into it are really into it, yeah. and I would count myself among those people now. But a, a, like I, I like a lot of sort of the conversation I see online. I don't want this game to get swept away as just like just another game that came out in twenty twenty three. Like mm-hmm. this is genuinely one of the better games of this year. Absolutely, shockingly, absolutely.
0: And just just to touch on your part about saying that uh, there's a lot of folks who really love this game. When I bought yeah. this game at GameStop, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> The person, the, the guy at the register, when I came up to buy the game, looked down at the game and looked at me, looked me straight in the eyes and just deadpan said, ah, a man of culture, I see, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which was shocking to hear in the real world. <laughs> I was like, oh, am I part of a club now? I, I, just, I felt like I got initiated right then. You've got the gamer seal of approval. Uh, apparently.
1: <laughs> got to go back to that game top. I made a friend. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it's just like the the people who play it recognize that this wasn't like the best-selling game of the year mm-hmm. but that there's like a lot here there's a lot to love like, in this
0: game yeah there's a
1: lot to love in this game uh and it's it's a good sleepy time game too i think oh my god yeah perfect for mm-hmm. like just tell me a tale yeah spin me a story <laughs> give me a best
0: story sir <laughs> it's good great it's a good video game good time Hey everyone. If you want to engage with our podcast a little bit more, you can go to videogamepodtimism.com. Uh, Just podtimism.com, oh, actually. Oh, podtimism.com. Sorry, I, I'm, <laughs> still on, I'm still on vacation. Sorry, podtimism.com. Yeah, sure. uh, you can go there and you can search past episodes. You can search to see if there's a game that you enjoy or that want to hear our opinions on that we have talked about in the past. You can see mm-hmm. the beautiful podcast art that Chase has done for each episode so lovingly and skillfully and of course you can go there and suggest a game for us to uh, engage with in the future or really Mm -hmm. uh, ask us to do any sort of bit or anything that you want us to to do so long as it is legal in the uh, United States of America I I, I don't want to rob a bank I'm sorry yeah yeah sorry thank you to Scout Wilkinson for the beautiful podcast art it's great she's great it's great you can see if her commissions are open at co-fi.com slash humble goat chase is checking right now
1: she's got three slots open be careful be careful. They're going, that's, they're going quick. danger zone. That's danger zone right now.
0: Also, thank you to the worst garbage. You can also yes. go over to the worst garbage discord channel and find our podcast on there because we are part of that podcast network. Uh, that's true. It's our little part. It's our other little spot of the internet along with our website. So go there, chat with some folks. It's a good time. It's a good
1: time. I, I love hanging out in there. It's, it's a really cool way to connect with folks who are like listening to pod for long time or the first time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a link to it on our website too. So if you want to join that, there's a little discord icon you can just click that and you'll get invited. You'll get the the discord saying, Hey, come shitpost with all of us. Beautiful time. It's beautiful times.
0: And lastly, thank you listener for taking your time to listen to this podcast. We really appreciate it. We love making it we'd probably do this, be having these conversations, even if other folks did not listen. So it's fun That's that <laughs> people are on this
1: ride with us. So thank you. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for listening, y'all. Um, thanks for the new folks checking it out. Also, thanks to Noah and Tori for filling in last week. Yes. Appreciate you. you. Yeah. It's a good time. Onimusha hits. So mm-hmm. check out Press Start, their podcast, which is also very good. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank We you. appreciate you. Chase, do you have any video game wisdom for the week? Oh, my God. Uh, take a vacation. Ooh, yeah! You'll come back so ready to talk about video games. It's a good time. I didn't even go on vacation, and I felt like I was energized by <laughs> your vacation. His <laughs> vacation was great. It was so nice. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's like, you, like definitely not everyone's going to be a trip to Mexico. No, you know, yeah. But like, even just a couple days off,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so so rejuvenating, so nice. Yeah. If you've got the luxury of being able to take a day off. Mm-hmm. I'd say do it. Yeah. Don't worry about your PTO balance unless you're saving up for a big, nice trip Uh or something, but like treat yourself you know, mental health day. Exactly.
0: There's, there's few things nicer than waking up whenever you want, getting up, taking a shower, and then realizing you're still a little sleepy. So you go
1: back to bed. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the post shower nap is really unparalleled. Yeah. Mallory calls it the second slumber. Ooh, yeah. We've already got branding and everything. That's fun.
0: <laughs> Lumber into my second slumber. Found the name of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Got it. got it at the end. Doing that slumber lumber. Slumberin and lumberin.
1: <laughs> it's my favorite riff-raff song. <laughs>
0: oh no. I was thinking it's more like a Oh, who's that that uh sports sports commentator? Boomer Assisen where he does all sorts of <laughs> boomer esiason i think that's his name is that a man's name that's a, that is a, that is a man that is a man
1: yeah no you're totally right i don't know if that was him though boomer esiason is a person which like is re- i'm really grappling with that one that's that sounds like something out of like star wars or or a, a, a side character in octopath <laughs> it, traveler it too his real name is norman though so not quite as, Still, not quite as exciting <laughs> Huh. yeah but st- like boomer is a wild nickname
0: yeah it, it i mean especially nowadays that might be kind of
1: unfortunate for him yeah my nickname is karen <laughs> i'd say to all the
0: karens out there sorry yeah. karens
1: i'm sure you're sorry lovely karens who are you thinking of
0: he's the guy who goes Whoop
1: <laughs> discord let me hear none of that
0: <laughs> chris berman that's him
1: i am gonna stick with my riffraff reference <laughs> I think that'll this hit, one? hit a little bit better with with the pod audience i think <laughs> we had to dig through the imdb page for the longest yard to find the reference that you were going he has a very recognizable
0: voice people would know people would know i don't i don't doubt that at all but he'll do say he'll he'll say things like bumbling and stumbling into the end zone and then when i said slumbering and lumbering, that's what i thought doing that slumber lumber
1: anyway see you next week everybody see ya bye